Overtime with Carly Zucker, along with Brianne Burdett on The Fan. Presented by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Now with a look at what's going on with Minnesota sports figures and our community. Here's The Fan's Carly Zucker and Brianne Burdett. Welcome to another Overtime with me, Carly Zucker, and my producer and co-host, Brianne Burdett. Um, fun one coming up. We touch base with, we actually get on the phone, uh, Kyle Brodziak. We're going to love chatting with him, former Wild player, um, and dive into some fundraising that's he that he is doing. So that's going to be awesome. I head to Pittsburgh this weekend, girl. Wow, okay. I know. We're going to safely travel to Pittsburgh to see Jason. It's been about almost a month since we've seen him. Hockey season has started. And so, yeah, the, it's time for the kids to know they have a father again. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad. Children, it is time to see your father again. Uh, yeah, like reintroduce them each time Aww. that they see him. No, 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 no. We do a lot of FaceTime. They we were wearing really cute jerseys. I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fun. I love the ones that say daddy on the back. I'm Aww. like, I should get one that says daddy. That's, on the back. I, that was my next question is where's yours that says that? So <laughs> We are appropriate, Brian. Oh, that's so fun. Funny. No, with love. Yeah, so no, we're really excited for that. Otherwise, I mean, life has been pretty chill lately. Same yeah. for yeah, I know. Um, the the January only, lull. I know the only thing exciting I have is that the Tiger Tiger documentary, Tiger Woods documentary, is like lined up in my queue. I want to watch it because I followed that drama so close. <laughs> totally. I, I think I'm waiting for the second part to come out because that's yeah, when like that need to stuff yeah comes out. <laughs> Everybody say the because I heard Chris. I think it was Chris say Chris Hockey say. That the last scene is like uh, Rachel. Oh, Justin. Justin Guard said that. Justin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mentioned that. That the last part was like Rachel. What do you want to know? Yeah. What do you? What's her last? Yeah. What's her last name? Is she Swedish as well? Swedish as well? No. 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 She's a good old U.S. gal. Yeah. Maybe a Canadian. But like, no. She's a good old North American girl. All right. Um. But yeah. So I followed that drama very closely. So I'm excited to watch the the actual documentary. Um. I've heard his mama isn't put in the best light so Aww. that kind of makes me sad but i feel like i have a lot more to learn yeah, about what happened yeah, absolutely they better dive in deep i want to know I need to, <laughs> because i mean the amount of us weeklies i think i read to, <laughs> to know the real true dirt was pretty pretty intense and so yeah so i plan on watching the tiger documentary when we get out to pittsburgh to meet the children's father and hopefully he'll take them for a little bit and then um, we are allowed to go to games in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we can go to um, just immediate family is allowed okay. to go to games, which kind of makes me sad for the fans because they're the ones that like, really want to be there. Yeah, not like okay. Oh, I oh didn't mean God. it. I didn't mean it that way. But there's... we're really starting strong. Today. You get to live with a hockey player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want to see them. Right, right. That's they what they I just meant wanted. By yeah, they're the they're the true hockey fans, and so I can't wait until the day. Obviously, we can. I just the moment you have a packed stadium or arena. And everybody is like cheer is cheering. You like forget about those I, moments. What's that gonna feel like? And it it truly is pretty remarkable when you get into those situations and especially a playoff game where fans are just lit up and so much fun. And so I miss that. I miss that deeply more than I thought I would. So can't wait for that day. Until then, we will continue being safe, masking up, washing our hands. Um, and speaking of hockey, let's get Kyle Brodziak on the phone and talk to him about what he is doing. All the way from Edmonton. Joining us uh, via phone, I think all the way from Edmonton. Kyle, are you in Edmonton right now? Uh, yep, I'm in Sure Park, Alberta, which is uh, just a suburb of, of Edmonton, yeah. Okay, well, geographically, I have no idea what that means, but I'm so we're just going to like play it as Edmonton. But Kyle Brodziak yeah. joining us on the phone, who anybody who is a fan of hockey 
um, a fan of the Minnesota Wild, knows that name. Kyle Brodziak played over 900 NHL games. He was with the Minnesota Wild, Edmonton, St. Louis. Um, you have had a wonderful career, a storied career, where everybody in the locker room has adored you. Um, want to talk about first just what you miss about being out there playing for the team like Minnesota because the fans loved you here and your teammates loved you even more. And so what is it that you specifically miss about Minnesota? Because that's who our audience is. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you saying those things. Um, you know, I, I miss a lot of things about Minnesota. Um, we, my wife and I really enjoyed our time there. Uh, like you said, we spent six, six years there. Um, you know, it was, it was a, a great part of our life. Um, you know, we love the city. We love the people there. Uh, we, we love the organization. Uh, the way, the way that we were treated there was, uh, we felt was second to none. And, uh, yeah, what, what I miss about it would probably be, you know, probably everything, but, uh, definitely just, uh, you know, the people there, uh, I miss the, uh, lots of guys on the team. Uh, there's actually probably not very many left from, from when I was there, but, um, yeah, just, you know, the guys on the team, the trainers, uh, you know, the, the, the friends that we met there. Uh, we still keep in contact with a lot of people there. And, uh, yeah, but I don't really have anything, uh, you know, anything bad to say about our time there. Awesome. Well, we have you on the phone to talk about something super important today, but and we are going to get to that. Um, you are raising funds in memory of your father, and we are going to touch on that um, a lot. However, wanted to ask you, as the wild season gets going, um, Jared Spurgeon was named the only the second full-time captain for the Minnesota Wild, um, in, which is just incredible. Obviously, we know Jared Spurgeon's story is pretty incredible as well. But you're also, you were not only teammates, but great friends. Um, so what are your thoughts on seeing him named captain? And have you spoken to him since he was named captain? Um, yeah, my thoughts initially were, I, I couldn't pick a guy more deserving to Aww. be a captain than him. Um, I thought they made an unbelievable choice. Um, you know, probably in some respects wasn't the easy choice, but it, I think it was the right one. Uh, he is pretty much embodies everything that you would want in a captain, uh, you know, on the ice, off the ice. He's a guy that just does everything right, uh, quietly, uh, does everything right. He's, um, he's a guy that is well-respected by everybody in the organization, uh, coaching staff, trainers, all his teammates. Um, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that uh, that he was named captain uh, it was it just a, a you know kind of a feel-good story uh, one that you know you, you just you just really hope for and I'm glad to see it happen and uh, I haven't spoken to him I've just through text message that's uh, basically as soon as I saw that he uh, got named captain I I threw him a text saying congratulations and and uh, wished him the best but uh, yeah, just uh, awesome. I, I, I couldn't be happier for him. You know this really well, too, I think, how much the wives and girlfriends can play into the culture of a, of a team as well. And I think um, you don't have to dive into this too much, Kyle, but um, Kyle's wife and um, Nicole and Danielle Spurgeon were two of the women on the team that really welcomed me in when I came in new to the wild. And I think that makes a huge difference who also... Um, the wife of the captain or the girlfriend of the captain is because they're welcoming in the other side of the family when, of course, the captain for the team is most important. But whoever is also there 
for the women on the team is ultra important too. And Nicole was always like that. And Danielle's always like that. And so I don't think you can downplay how important that role is as well. No, I, I completely agree. It, it is a big role. Um, you know, the, the way, the way that sports teams run nowadays, there's, there's a lot of people coming and going. There's, there's changes. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, maybe it used to be where, where the group pretty much stays the same for uh, a bunch of years in a row. There's, there's changes happening all the time. So, um, you know, when, uh, when a family, a new family comes to an organization, uh, they want to feel welcomed. Uh, not only the player who's coming, you know, the wife is a big part of that too. And the family, uh, uh, they want to feel welcomed and, and, you know, it, there's nothing, nothing worse than uh, going to a new place and, and not having uh you know, a welcoming feeling where you, you, you kind of feel out of place. Uh, you're kind of in a tough, tough situation to begin with. And uh, anything, anything, uh, you know, that, that people who are already there uh, could do to help is, is uh, very much appreciated. So could uh, not uh, agree sorry? more. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, I said could not agree more. Um, yeah, yeah well, it, it is tough. So it, it's, uh, you know, it, it is nice to have, uh, you know, people like Danielle to, uh, a, just a good person and uh, easy to be around and, and very welcoming. Um, so I saw on Twitter, uh, this is why I reached out to Kyle and asked if he would join us on the phone today. Kyle Brodziak, um, again, joining us on the phone from Edmonton, but uh, beloved here in Minnesota and a former Minnesota Wild player. Um, you lost your dad to cancer over 20 years ago. This is what you had posted on Twitter and caught my eye. And this show that we do here on KFAN is all about what people connected to our Minnesota community, um, even if they're not living here right now, are doing in their communities and here to to make the world a better place. And so one of the things that caught me was you said this is just, you know a cause obviously near and dear to your heart and that you're proud to be participating in the world's longest hockey game in support of the Cure Cancer Foundation. And he has a, Kyle has a personal goal of raising $10,000. So first, can you explain to us what the world's longest hockey game is? I can imagine, but like I need details. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I know that this group has been doing it uh, for for quite a few years. Um, they've also done the world's longest baseball game, uh, but this year for the world's longest hockey game, I got asked to participate in it. And this year, what it is is uh, from I believe February fourth to the fifteenth. Uh, it is two hundred and fifty-one straight hours of uh, outdoor hockey. Uh, it is, yeah, it's played outside, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty chilly, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just, a, it's for a great cause. Uh, I, I was, you know, when I first got asked to do it, I, to be honest, was probably a little bit scared and, and not really sure what to think about it. But uh, after I, you know, after I didn't put really much thought into it, it, it clicked right away that this is something that I felt like I had to do. And uh, something that I'm very grateful to be to be a part of, and and very much looking forward to it. I I know that it's going to be very difficult from from what I've heard guys that have played it in the past. Uh, uh, it's it's definitely not an easy uh, an easy task to do. Um, I know that I think the shifts that are uh, that we're running uh, goes something like uh, four hours on, four hours off, four hours on four hours off and then eight hours on eight hours off and you kind of repeat that cycle Yikes. Uh, so you're pretty much playing uh you know 12 hours a day 
for 12 straight days. So it's going to be a bit of a grind, but something I'm looking forward to. Your lungs are going to need some stamina. Yeah. You're going to have to really work on those lungs. So uh, you know what I hear? I hear the hardest part is your feet. Uh, oh, your yeah. Because uh, frostbite in your feet apparently is a big problem, uh, as well as blisters. And uh, so I, I guess uh, feet and hip flexors are two of the things that you got to take care of the most because that seems to be where guys have the most problems with. Uh Kyle, you're trying to reach a $10,000 goal. Um, how can people here in Minnesota help you out with that? Uh, well, I, you know, I have my, my Twitter page. I, I'm very uh, new to social media, so I don't really know uh, uh, too much about the lingo of, of, you know, how to explain it. But uh, So if you go to worldslongestgame.com, uh, you can click on a link there, or if you want to donate uh, specifically under my name, uh, you can find a way uh, on the world's longest game, or if you go to my my uh, Twitter page, you'll you'll see the link as well. Um, I'm not even sure what uh, it, it's just on Brodziak underscore Kyle, I think. Yeah, it is. So it's, I can help you out with that. So it's at Brodziak, um, B R O D Z I A K underscore Kyle. So and I always tell people if we don't really know exactly um, how to explain it. Um, that just Google it. So just like Google world's they help longest you out with game. The spelling. Yeah, so Google yeah. can help you. So just world's longest game. Put in Kyle Brodziak's name. You don't even have to spell it right, and Google will help you find a way to donate. And so I just think that the fans in Minnesota will love to hear, are loving to hear from you, and that they hopefully can help support you in this goal as well. Um, that's pretty awesome. I'm. You said you were scared. I'm scared for you, but I'm also really <laughs> impressed because that is a really really long time to play. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Want to ask about your dad? So you, so you lost your dad at a. I mean, you said twenty years ago. So obviously at a at a young age. Um, what if you don't mind me asking? Like, I love to hear. Like, when people have lost a, a especially a parent, what something is that you remember about him that stands out in your mind? Because he obviously was able to see part of your hockey career, but obviously not a huge part of of after when you became a, a man in the league. And so. As a young man, and I'm sure he helped you out as like learn the game of hockey or whatever his role was for you. Um, what do you remember about that? Yeah, I, you know, I do. I I have, you know, I was 14 uh, when I lost my dad, uh, so you know, I I can't say that I have a ton of uh, a ton of memories. Uh, I do remember, you know, even when he was sick, there I remember him coming to the rink and. Uh, you know, still, still finding the energy to come to come watch me play hockey, which uh, that's something you know that's something that definitely has uh, that has stuck with me. Um, you know, just the way people talk about him, uh, that's something that I'm very proud of. Uh, you know, just in the community that we live in, uh, the people that grew up around him, um, everyone speaks very highly of him, and that's uh, you know that like I said, that's something that makes me very proud and. Uh, yeah, so you know, I'm trying to uh, you know live my life to to make him proud and uh, the way that he would would have wanted me to grow up. Uh, so yeah, it's you know, like I said, I wish I I wish I had a lot more uh, memories than I do, but uh, that's the way things go. And and uh, you know, hopefully I can uh, you know honor him uh, and make him proud by doing uh, doing what I'm doing coming up to. Your um your your boys, you have three boys. Your dad of three boys. How has um that experience or has it or has it not, I don't know, shaped you being a dad. 
Um, and when you think about your own boys right now, like, has that made a difference to you in being a dad? Or do you think about those moments? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, if I, I try to think of it, uh, you know, if, if anything were to ever happen to me, um, I would want them to kind of have the same experience that I had where, uh, you know, people talk, uh, people talk highly of my dad and that's something that, uh, you know, I'm very proud of. And, and I would want the same for, for my boys growing up where, um, you know, I'm going to try to do my best to, to raise them as well as I can. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll have good stories to tell about me, uh, hopefully a lot later in life when, uh, you know, when my time is to go. Well, I truly believe that people have nothing but good things because when you when you guys were on the team after you left, everybody has had nothing but good things to say about you and your wife. Um, OK, so we're going to transition. We just have like one or two more questions for you. Yeah. I do. have. So we asked about Jared Spurgeon, who is like the the epitome of a great leader. You described it perfectly. Um, but then on the so we have then we have like Jason Zucker. So mm-hmm. what what do you remember and it can be anything. It could be funny. Like, what do you remember about Jason? We'd really like to poke fun at him in this moment. And that's really what a part of the yeah. show is about. So if you have anything you'd like to add about Jason, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Because well, he was such a young all, guy. Little Jason Zucker. <laughs> little Jason Zucker. <laughs> I, well, first of all, I want to say I hope he's doing well. Uh, yeah. So if you can pass on a, I'll a pass it on to me for the, for the upcoming season. Uh, but what I remember, yeah, just him. I remember him and Charlie were just two good buddies that, uh, you know, you couldn't, they couldn't seem to get those two apart. And, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I, what I remember, I probably have any, like, stories with him. Uh, I mean, he was, he was always respectful, just, you know, in the locker room, started off pretty quiet. And then I think you know, all the years went on. Uh, went on he kind of grew a little bit uh, more of a voice in the room and uh yeah he's just hard to play against i'll tell you that right now when after i uh, went to the other side i found out how you know how hard he was to play against just for a smaller guy just very solid and, and very <laughs> gritty and uh yeah he made uh he's making a very nice career for himself Ugh, that was not nearly as good as I was hoping it would be, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's not nearly as good. I mean, it was very uh, nice. You know what? I, I, I've said it many times. I have a horrible memory. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's a few years ago now, and I just, I, you know, especially put on the spot. If I had a little time to think about it, I'm sure I could dig up some kind of no, I mean you answered tell, it. But... You answered it wonderfully. We were just kind of hoping we're pettier than that. Yeah, we're so. much more petty on this show than that. Yeah, we were hoping that we'd have some. Doesn't yeah that you were just like oh that guy. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. no, no. I don't have anything bad to That's say. That's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> Kyle, I have a question for you. Let's yeah. See, uh, do you consider yourself fully retired at this point? Yes. Yes, fully retired. A hundred percent. I had some, uh, it was about, not quite two years ago. Well, uh, so I didn't play at all last year in the NHL season. Uh, but the, the season before, it was about a week left in the year, and I hurt my back pretty bad again, which I had done earlier. But, um, I, you know, I was pretty healthy for about four or five years uh, in a row, and then I hurt my back again. And pretty much at that point, I kind of knew that, uh, you know, that I was, I was done. I still had a year left in my contract. Um, 
which I, I didn't play. I didn't play at all last year. Uh, so I was on the injured reserve all year, and I knew, like, pretty much knew at that point that I was, uh, I wasn't going to be able to do it anymore. So, uh, officially retired, I guess, probably only I don't know six, seven months. But uh, it's been a good year and a half to two years where where I haven't played and and uh, and have known that I wasn't going to be able to play anymore. Well, nine hundred games in the NHL is. Darn impressive. So I think uh, kudos to you. And also, again, um, for anybody listening, Kyle Brodziak, uh, we know him from the Minnesota Wild and the NHL, of course, um, playing in the world's longest hockey game in support of Cure Cancer Foundation um, with a personal goal of raising $10,000. As Kyle explained, his father passed away from cancer over 20 years ago. So uh, playing in his memory. And I think if you can support any amount, please just Google world's longest game. Um, and Kyle Brodziak's name, and you can find a way to donate. We'll also, Brianna and I are active on social media, so we'll tweet out the link so people can support as well. But um, try to any dollar amount. And Kyle, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you having me on, and, and I appreciate you doing that. Uh, yeah, any any kind of help and any kind of, uh, uh, any, any help is appreciated. So, uh, yeah, I... I I wanted to say thanks for having me on. Of course, and please say hi to Nicole for us. I will for sure. Okay, good. Well, have fun. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, I love Kyle. What a guy, right? And don't you love that Canadian Canadian accent? Gets me every time. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't kidding, though. Danielle Spurgeon and Nicole Brodziak were two of the people that kind of first really welcomed me in on like a deeper level, you know, like friendship level. It's hard when you join teams. I mean, you're all from around the world. I can imagine. And I mean, it feels a little bit like high school, even though nobody was like, you know, nobody mm-hmm. it wasn't a mean it's girl situation. Sure. But it is. It's really intimidating. And they were incredibly friendly. And so I definitely can see what he was saying about um, Jared and their entire family. So, yeah, that was cool. But um, so thanks to Kyle. That was awesome. Try to support him if you can. We say it a hundred times, but every dollar counts. If you have two dollars to give him, that is that does make a difference. That helps him on his way to ten thousand dollars. So please do that if you can. Um, and on a, another good note, we have to talk Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union always as a thank you to them. But do you want to hear these numbers for them so far? Yeah, let's hear. Okay, it. I got some. I was talking to Hillary Klein, um, who works with Affinity, and she gave me some info. She said they have done three hundred and thirty thousand dollars they've raised through them their members and employees because they have a lot of giving back programs wow for relevant causes after george george floyd's death that's awesome that is three hundred thirty thousand dollars not only that but they did the tech drive to promote um and support kids that didn't have the right technology as we went back to school so they took in old we talked about this like old computers and anything keyboards lots of stuff and they refurbished it and then gave it to kids um so that they could do homeschooling and then coins for a cause in december they donated two hundred and fifty thousand meals for local food food shelves that's incredible i know i'm like blown away by the amount of money and effort and volunteering that they do at affinity plus and so and that's actual results in the community that right. you can see and feel right so that's and amazing. so that's what we're all about here and i think that it's really important to acknowledge that because they support us and we just want to give them a pat on the back because they don't do it themselves you know they aren't doing this for the recognition it's truly a part of the foundation of what affinity plus does as a credit union so kudos to them we love affinity we love affinity and uh again thanks for listening you guys have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week thanks brianne thank you